You're listening to the podcast of American Women's Wrestling. What is up, wrestling friends? This is Derek Lewandowski, and you are listening to American Women's Wrestling Radio. I am one of the Bleacher Brothers, here with my co-host and my other brother, Ben Lewandowski. Hey, peeps. What's happening? How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Just uh, uh, ready to rock another show, man. Let's do this. We had we had a little too much fun last week. Things got a little out of hand with um, accusing um, Peyton Preston of being a sim. True. Um, so we were a little tired. Okay, to our defense, there was a lot going on. We did two shows last week on the same day, and um, we'll, we'll, we promised to behave today, right? Ben? Yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> well, I'll do my best. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's all we can Because I, I get pretty tired pretty quickly. <clears throat> yeah. I, yeah, so I try to keep you engaged, Ben. That's part yes. of my job here is I keep you alert. So I've got, I got a, I, you know, I got a surprise or two for you today. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So first of all, this is our eighth show. Number eight. Number my eight. favorite baseball player of all time, man. Cal Ripken Jr. Cal Ripken Jr. There we go. That's it. Um, the Iron Man. And it's also uh, eight thirteenths of our favorite football player of all time, Dan Marino. Dan Marino, you know it. Did, did I not force that in there? <laughs> eight thirteenths. <laughs> um, That's quite. Any anything else that uh, the number eight brings up? Any any wrestling connections with the number eight? Um. Uh. Yeah. Probably. Let me just uh, try. I, to... I got one. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, eight, that was the number of losses I had my senior year of high school heading into sectionals. Um, okay. What was your record? Uh, I think I was 18 and eight. Really? That was it. We didn't wrestle a lot back then, man. Oh, I thought you had, I thought you had more wins than that. Um, yeah, I ended up 21 and 11 that year. Yeah. So eight. And also I think it wasn't eight. Isn't that your lifetime wins? That was that is for all. No, it is actually not true, Derek. I had more wins than that. I was not a terrible wrestler. What, like nine, nine, nine or ten? Nine. It might have been nine. (laughs) (laughs) I know it was more than that. Uh, Had to jab you there. Um, Yeah, of course. You know, I should mention. um, uh, You know, it makes me think of like in the very recent future is. Uh, Tamara Mensa stock. We just found out just before we started the show, uh, actually shocker. She lost yeah. in the finals, uh, in Rome today at the, uh, Matteo Pelicone, uh, ranking series tournament. Uh, she was up eight zero to Feng Zhu of China. And in the second period, uh, Zhu took her down and gutted her three times and ended wow. up getting the eight, eight criteria win. It's uh, a bummer. So, Sorry to start to start the show with bad news, everybody. Yeah, that's a bummer, man. That's a it's a bummer and a shocker, man. I like can you? I didn't think that was possible to gut. Did you watch the match? I I, I haven't watched it. I just was no. looking at updates. I'm um, sure I'd like to watch it. I would like a, I'd like to see. Was she gassed? I mean, what 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 happened? I don't. Know. She she doesn't come off as somebody. I know. Who, that's what I'm saying. She just has a I don't know a motor you know, like, that doesn't stop. You know, like how you can get caught off and transition in, um, you know, from a takedown. Playing freestyle. I mean, you know, they train takedown to turn. Right. And um, it must be one of those things where in transition to the mat, uh, 
Feng Zhu must have gotten her, you know, her her gut started and got into a perfect position because that's the only way you can turn Tamara and to turn her three times and get that win is shocking. But you know what? This is not the, the Olympics. It's not the world championships. Right. I'm sure that at the end of the day, even though it, it stinks to lose like that, I'm sure that Tamara and her coaches are going to walk away going, I'm glad it happened there. You know, it's, you know, it's really funny. Actually, you just broke down a match. You didn't see. <laughs> You're like, well, you know, I'm pretty sure. You know, it went straight from a takedown to a gut. Now, it very well could have, and yeah. maybe it did, but I, I, I think that's funny. You were literally breaking it down. And I yeah, Meanwhile, if like anybody who's sitting here actually, like, watched it, <laughs> right. if I'm wrong, they're like, you idiot. <laughs> You're a moron. <laughs> I'm not listening to this guy again. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's so, fun. yeah, I guess uh, that was a segue that went from a major key to a minor key. Yeah, I guess. Well, is there any, you know, what other, some, any other news from that tournament? Okay. So uh, 57 kilos, Allie Reagan got bronze, All right. which, um, uh, you know, I got to say, you know, way to go, Allie. Uh, really happy for her. That was a nice rebound from Worlds. I don't know if you remember at Worlds, she went one and done. Yep. Um, I think she was ahead and got pinned. If I remember right, she got the first takedown at Worlds and then, and then got pinned, thrown and pinned. Okay. And and then she, you know she she wasn't brought back into repechage so that that was a painful tournament for her sure um, so you know bra- bravo to her for uh, you know getting bronze out there you bet um, I guess I should also mention that's her new weight because uh, she wrestled fifty nine kilos at uh, the two thousand nineteen World Championships and today she was down to her to her um, fifty seven Olympic weight fifty seven yep. kilos yeah so. Um, that's got to feel pretty good for her, right? To go out there against world level competition and, you know, in a tournament like ranking series tournament like that. And, um, you know, get that, get that bronze medal. That's, that's uh congratulations to Allie and to, and to team USA. Absolutely. Do you know what, do you know any specifics of uh, the loss she had? Um, with Allie Reagan? Yeah. No, I honestly, I've been, I've been chasing down my morning here and uh, just being able to kind of follow along with updates like everybody. Yeah. So okay. looking forward to kind of seeing that. You got um, Let's just go through the, the update. Sure. Okay. Kayla Miracle, fifth place at 62 kilos. Um, she got pinned in the semis and then, uh, you know, lost that uh, bronze match. Jenna Burkett, uh, fifth at 57 kilos. And then uh, 68 kilos, Macy Kilty didn't place. She ah. was brought back into repechage. She lost a 3-2 match. Uh, if I remember right, I think I read something about a controversial review that went against her. Oh, so okay. That, you we'll, know, look, we'll look into that. <clears throat> yeah, tough way to lose. I mean, this is all stuff that's literally happened within the last hour or two here. Yeah. Um, and then uh, 62 kilos, Mallory Velty also didn't place. Really similar story. She was brought back into repechage, and um, she lost 3-1 in a very tight match. Um, and then um, I think Adeline Gray accompanied the team out there. But uh, I don't think she's wrestling. I don't know what I don't know what that means. Okay, just that she's uh, there. You, yeah, I'm pretty sure I mean, she's there. I think she was warming up. Um, oh, you, know, helping. You, you mean you mean you think there's a, a greater story there, or just the fact that she? Well, was I mean, there. you gotta wonder, right? Like she's there. Um, I don't know. I mean, everybody's somewhere. Well, yeah, but <clears throat> I mean, if you go with Team USA and take True. the effort to get on a plane and go overseas, and you're a world champion wrestler right, in a ranking series tournament and dominating. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know what that's about. I hope she, I hope she's not injured or I don't know. 
maybe it's just a safeguard. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I would be speculating and I would probably speculate the wrong direction, which I'm very good at. So <laughs> Did, yeah. But like, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, like you were asking me about the Allie Reagan match. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see any of it, nor the scoring updates, but I will <laughs> speculate <laughs> that Allie went out there and she was ahead nine zero with a second left on the clock and got thrown for 10. <laughs> Yeah, your speculation is completely. Uh, yeah, let's let's let's, uh, let's remove that from future episodes. <laughs> like that's that's uh, that's a penalty flag for me. Yeah, okay. Good. Um. Uh. Okay. Some other news. Um. Lords University in Sylvania, Ohio. Hey. Uh, nice. Is launching a women's program. So yeah, that's awesome. Bravo! That's I'm clapping. Um. Women's wrestling continues to grow at the college level. I think it's between 80 and 90 programs now. Wow. That's fantastic. I mean, I remember just a couple of years ago, it was only 35 to 40. Wow. So, um, their coach is Caitlin Hill. She wrestled in college for Campbellsville. She graduated in 2018. Pretty good wrestler herself. She placed eighth in the U.S. Open in 2018. I'm, I'm sure she's got other accolades. but Sure, good um, for her. Yep. So it's exciting. Absolutely. I feel like there was another new program announced recently. Uh, I looked around for a bit last night and prepped for the show. I, I, I couldn't find it. So um, uh, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure it's hiding somewhere on, on one of these media websites, but um, anyway, a lot, lot going on, you know, in that in women's college wrestling, it's exploding so fast. The landscape is changing the multi-divisional, uh, wrestling with NAIA, having their own championship, NCAA, et cetera. Um, WCWA, of course, is um, is having uh, still having a national championship this year. And I don't know if you uh, saw the story yesterday, but uh, Taylor Miller from USAW wrote an article about some wrestle-offs that are going to happen at um, the WCWA, like alongside of the WCWA tournament. Um, there's some pretty significant wrestle-offs happening for the – for the Pan Am spot so that they can go qualify some of those weights because there's some weights that are yet to be qualified for the women, you know, oh, wow. Olympic weights. Yep. Wow. I didn't read that article. Yeah. Um, I, I, we posted that on our Twitter. You could check that out. You know, Helen Marulis is going to be involved in that. Um, there's a bunch of big names that are going to be, you know, doing wrestle offs. I know Haley Aguello is going to be there. Whitney Condor. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm forgetting a bunch of names, but you could check that article out on, uh, on our Twitter. Uh, and uh, there's some pretty juicy matchups coming up at that event. We, we'll probably highlight that as we get closer to the event, but that was just announced yesterday. Cool. Very cool. Um, hey, why don't we do uh, – we're going to do a, a segment here. Uh, we, we got a little more news to share, but I, I want to do a fun segment with you. I need to keep you awake, Ben, right? Okay, yeah. No, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm engaged, man. Okay, so we're going to do a, a segment called Would You Rather. Okay. Okay? Sure. Yeah, we play this game sometimes with the kids in the car. It's, you know, basically I say, would you rather this or that? And you have to choose. So pretty simple concept. You get it? Sure. Okay. So would you rather uh, wrestle Tamara Mensa Stock or Nick Piccinini, the 125 for Oklahoma State? Uh, Nick, does, is, is Nick the guy that does all the videos? No, that – no, Nick Suriano? No, what am I thinking of? Uh, there's, there's a guy that does the videos where he wrestles people in his underwear. 
Oh, Dylan Palacio? Yo, that's it. <laughs> Can we just restart this whole segment now that we're seeing stuff like that? No, no. <laughs> My mind went blank for a second. I was like, I don't want to wrestle Dylan. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, you will not have to wrestle a naked man. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Nick Piccinini is fully clothed in Oklahoma State cowboy gear. Okay. okay. Right. Besides, Dylan Palacio graduated like four years ago from Cornell. Okay, so how, how much does Nick weigh? One twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, definitely Nick. Okay, what? Now explain that. You think you'd have a better chance against Piccinini? <clears throat> just, I'm just going to use whatever advantage I have, and my weight is an advantage. Okay. And if all things are equal, uh, I don't want to get on the mat against Tamara or him, frankly. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, I'm going to tag him in this show. No, please. You know that's just not helpful <laughs> to me. You heard it here. I do. You know. Ben Lewandowski of the Bleacher Brothers. Oh, please. This thinks is he just, can beat Nick Piccinini. I am not, and I'm who he okay. thinks is a naked version of Dylan Palacio. Derek, for the record, I'd really rather redo this whole segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, All I don't right. think so. All right, go on, move on. Let's All right, move on. Uh, would you rather uh, win three world championships or one Olympic gold? One Olympic gold. You want to be the. Olympic well, here's, well, no, here's the reason. I mean, I think there's two reasons. Number one, uh, the Olympics just have that. It's, it's, it's a shinier medal yeah. uh, when it comes to, you know, the, the idea of it all. And secondly, it's, you're, you're, you're beating the best of the best. The funnel system they use with these weights right now, yeah. bringing them down. you're beating everybody in, the, in those brackets. I think it's a, it's a pretty amazing medal. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Now, uh, would you settle for three world championships though? Like, you know, if you couldn't win the Olympic, would you settle for the three world? Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that'd be a big settle. But yeah, I guess if somebody, if I had to, I would. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, here's another one. <clears throat> right. um, would you rather, yeah. uh, if you had to wrestle a match in, in sure. one of these conditions, would you rather okay. be nauseous uh-huh. or have to urinate terribly? Oh, man. I, I would just say nauseous because that's pretty much all my matches. <laughs> so you're used to that. Yeah, I mean, nausea, I hate having to go to the bathroom, right? I just hate that sensation. But nausea, you know, anytime you – I'm nervous anyways going into matches. didn't matter against who. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that I'm just used to being nauseous. Yeah, I think uh, it's socially acceptable to run off the mat and throw up in a garbage can. Right. Well, it looks like you're working hard. I mean, yeah, you know, I it, think – It's yeah. not socially acceptable to, you know – To go pee. To take a whiz on the mat. That was probably a little too far. <laughs> think this is fcc regulated (laughs) but like they're like they're listening right now like is he gonna say whiz (laughs) oh this okay go on (laughs) let's just move on no hit me with one more all right one more i want to end on something better than that okay would would you rather wrestle a life and death match against zombie kyle snyder or have to tread water in shark infested waters for two hours oh i would uh, definitely choose a two-hour treading water. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind Kyle Snyder would kill me. It's, it's the only chance I have. Now, now wait a second. What? Zombie Kyle Snyder. Life or death with zombie Kyle Snyder. Yeah, like, we're not – you know zombies are a little dumb? Like, True. It, like, you might be able to, like and, – and, you know, if you killed him, you wouldn't feel that conscience issue like, oh I, oh, I killed Kyle Snyder. Yeah, I think the only thing going for me in that is, like, you know, is his – you know, how much does his, like – flesh fall off of him yeah that's kind of gross 
Yeah, it's really disgusting. Why you <laughs> ask that question? I definitely choose the shark infested waters. Man, that's two hours. You can't oh, even shark infested waters, bro. Mm. Have you watched like there's like MythBusters? You know, it's like disproves some of that stuff. Wow. I just told you that there's sharks in the water. Yeah, but like I've watched videos online of YouTube where guys get in the water on purpose to like try to like like sharks bite them. Like I think Nick Piccinini did that or something. Video or that. <laughs> no, Dylan Palacio did it naked. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, man. I did that. That's a great segment, huh? We can't film <laughs> any, We can't do any of that again. No, that was good, man. That was all right. Then. All right, good. All yeah, right, that was good. entertaining. Um, sure. That was that was good. Wasn't um, there wasn't there another uh, big event this weekend? Uh, last week. Last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. Yeah, you, uh, you mean the Eastern States Classic? Oh yeah, yeah, that was. Well, there was a yeah, of course, a lot of stuff going on. Oh well, yeah, and of course uh, the uh, the duel, <clears throat> NWCA National Duels. Absolutely. Yeah, just just by way of news, let me just do a shout out. Oh, to, go ahead. Um, Section Nine in New York, um, they've been hosting the Eastern States Classic Tournament, which brings in top elite wrestlers from multiple Northeast states. They've been doing it for eighteen years. For the first time this year, they had a girls' division. So, shout out to Eastern States Classic organizers. Um, they uh, they had uh, you know weight classes up and down. Uh, I think they had eight women brackets, and um, you know they brought in some of the best wrestlers from the Northeast. So it was uh, it was really great. That's awesome. So, shout out to the champions. Uh, let me just run down the champions in different weight classes. Um, 99 pounds, Zoe Griffith from Governor, New York. She's a seventh grader. Wow. She won it. She, um, uh, I'm not sure who upset the one seed. I think she did. Um, and the one seed was a, a, a senior. And so, uh, either way, she, she won the whole thing. Seventh yep. grader. Um, 106, Caitlin Walker from Wyoming Sem in Pennsylvania. Uh, Caitlin was, uh, I think she was a bronze, uh, Pan Am winner uh cadet winner a few years back so congrats to caitlin for winning the eastern states classic at 106 113 ali fitzgerald uh junior from lindbrook high uh she beat riley dalrymple a seven-time all-american from copenhagen new york in the finals <clears throat> so uh congrats to ali and riley both for uh performing well and giving us a good final there yeah 120 Sophia Macaluso from Minnesink Valley, uh, three-time national champion. So no shocker there. She won the Eastern States Classic. Uh, congrats to her. She beat a familiar person to you and I, my daughter Esther, yep. uh, in the finals. So uh, congrats to Esther for making the finals and, uh, and uh, wrestling Sophia there. And uh, proud of both of them. 126, Mia Macaluso, Minnesink Valley, uh, won it there. 132, Skylar Karinji from Koksaki, Athens. <clears throat> uh, she beat Jade Eldridge from Newark, New York. Uh, Damiana Rossiati, 152, from Liverpool, won it. <clears throat> 170, Kai Pox, who's a two- or three-time All-American, um, beat Mackenzie Samuels, who's also a multiple-time, I think she's a three- or four-time All-American. Uh, Kai Pox is from Brooklyn Technical. Mackenzie Samuels is from Harry Truman uh, uh, High School in the Bronx. So good job, girls. Great job. And at 195, Joanna Jones, multiple-time All-American from Wingate in New York City, won it. And she beat Suheti Matos, a freshman from 
Truman in the Bronx. And shout out to uh, Teddy Cook, the Truman coach, good friend of mine, coached with him on the New York national team. He had a couple of girls uh, in the finals there. So uh, congrats to all and congrats to uh, coaches and wrestlers and New York State for, you know, taking a big step forward. I think that's great. That's awesome. Um, I was going to take a moment, just give a shout out. Can I yeah, give do a it. shout out? I want to oh, just yeah. give a sh- I just want to give a shout out to Mississippi. Let's do it. Yeah. M I double S I double P I. We love you, Mississippi. Yeah. Hey, Why? how are, how are, yeah. <laughs> is there a reason for that or just, you... I just felt bad. I felt like New York's getting a lot of talk. I mean, I get it, but I was just trying to shout out another state. Out. Yeah, I want to bring other states and get people talking about wrestling in all the states. After all, they do have the Mississippi River, something no other state has. <laughs> well, if they got that, then they're fine. We don't yeah. need to talk about it. Even though I think the Mississippi runs right up through. Uh, it actually goes through plenty of states. Yeah, okay, yeah. well. All right, go ahead. Yeah. So, way to go, Mississippi. Yeah. Um, you, you need more women's wrestling. I, I don't even know if they have women's wrestling. And I don't, I don't ever remember seeing them at national tournaments, so um shout out shout to out wrestling in mississippi yeah shout out for the wrong reason get come on get it together mississippi let's get more girls at uh wrestling and more girls at national tournaments I'm, i might be wrong maybe they've got more going on than i think but i don't think i <laughs> hardly ever see them at national tournaments all right well um, starting the movement right here right right here let's go yeah um all right one more segment before we break down the uh, nwca duels oh yeah this is um, good yeah uh, I have Sauron. That's the all-seeing eye. We looking around into the wrestling community. Uh, we put out a story at AmericanWomen'sWrestling.com this week on Cameron Guerin. Um, she is from Washington State, four-time state champion. She uh, joined the uh, accelerated athlete program at um, the Olympic Training Center. Uh, we did a story on her. She just placed third at Senior Nationals. Um, the story was called uh, triumph through tears. And, uh, we, we laid out the story of how her father passed away in October and Cameron actually had, you know, took a month off two months before senior nationals. She Mm -hmm. takes a a month off from wrestling and of course grieves the loss of her father. Um, so to her family, of course, we're sorry for that loss. Um, Uh, uh, the article was just a tremendous, it was just inspirational to read really, really awesome story. Yeah, you know, I've written a lot, obviously, for AWW. I got to say, this story is probably my favorite, most inspiring story I've done. Mm. Um, I, I just love I love her perseverance. Uh, I love her faith. Mm-hmm. You know, she really puts that out there, how, you know, it's her faith in God. And, you know, and that really comes from her father and mother. And they're, they're you know, raising her in, in faith um, and how that, you know, helped give her strength and hope and um, and for her to go and, you know, take third and qualify for the Olympic trials you oh, know, in those circumstances. Yeah. It's pretty special. Yeah, It is. And, you know, the story got shared all over the place, you know, on our social media sites. She's obviously a very loved person. Yep. Her father, Rich Guerin was obviously a very loved person. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, bravo to, uh, Cameron and, and that family, oh, you know, the wrestling community loves you. We love you. Uh, we're proud of you. We're inspired by you. Keep up the good work. Absolutely. Good. All right. Let's do this. Wow. <clears throat> Where do we start? <laughs> the, the duels? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let, let's kind of set the context. 
the NWCA National Duels were last weekend in Louisville, Kentucky. And for the first time this, uh, this year, for the first time ever, it featured an NCAA uh, division and an NAIA division. Um, all 10 of the top 10 NCAA teams in our rankings were there. Eight of the top 10 teams from the NAIA were there. And, man, it went down. Yeah, it was, it was a tournament for sure. Um, <clears throat> why don't we start with um, some of the individual match, matchups? Yeah, I mean, a, no, a lot of number ones went down, right? Yeah, that I mean, that's got to be, you know, one of the several headlines. Sure. Um, six NCAA number ones went down uh, in Louisville. Um, and I, I don't know, I guess I guess we got to we got to own we got to own the fact that we grossly underestimated and were grossly ignorant of these uh, Godinez Gonzalez sisters oh, wow. from SFU. They, they, they are a force to be reckoned with. My, I mean, they're not just competitive at this level. They were dominant, dominant. at this level. And they beat, they, both of them have victories over number ones. Was, yeah, two of the, num- of the six number ones that went down, went down courtesy of the Godinez Gonzalez sisters. So at 116, Carla Gonzalez, who's actually the older sister, um, she beat Felicity Taylor in the, fi- in the uh, team finals. Yep. Eight, eight zero. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, and yeah, I, which, which by the way, in our breakdown of the SFU, uh, McKendry matchup, we, I don't think either of us had that going that way for sure. No, we did not. Yeah. I mean, I think we kind of, uh, our lack of familiarity with them kind of yeah. show, kind of wrote them off a little bit. Yeah. We could talk about more of that a little bit later, but yeah, definitely amazing match. What a great win. And then at 143, Anna Godinez Gonzalez from Simon Frazier took out number one, Ashlyn Ortega, who's been hot as a pistol. Yep. And uh, she beat Ashlyn 8-2 in the uh, – that would have been the semis. Yep. So, you know, um, bravo to those two women. Um, you know, I I um, did a little research on them and uh, just to find out who they were. And, you know, even though they might not be familiar to an American audience – they are not unfamiliar probably to those who, you know, are competing internationally uh, and definitely those who know what's going on in Canada because uh, they have been, they have been uh, really had a lot of high success in Canada. Um, The older sister Carla was six last year in the senior division at the Canadian wrestling championships. Wow. And Anna, 19 years old, 143 for SFU last weekend who upset Ashton Ortega is ranked, number one in Canada, at least at the time of the article I read, uh, at, at the senior level, 62 no way. kilos. And she also earned the uh, OW at the Canadian Wrestling Championships last March, where she, last March where she won the junior and senior gold medals. So, okay, all right. Yeah. That, yeah, let's. So we're talking about, you know, world-class uh, talent here. So not surprising when, you know, when you – hear that information um when the number one from canada comes in and <laughs> yeah beats you know our number one college wrestler at 143 that's not a big shocker right yeah how yeah how is that going to affect the rankings bro you know well i mean well they're on the map now yeah. you know I, I don't know i don't know when they registered and enrolled with sfu yeah i honestly don't remember if they were even on the roster last fall um well they're on the roster now 
they are on the <laughs> roster now, and uh, they obviously are not redshirting because they competed at this event. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's we've got a new number one here. <laughs> so, all right. Um, so that's the uh, Godinez Gonzalez sisters. A couple other number ones went down. Shout out to King University's 123. Um, going into the uh, national duels, she was ranked number two in the NCAA, Cheyenne Sissenstein. Yep. Uh, also New York alumni. And she upset number one, Alex Hedrick from SFU 5-1 in the semis. So congrats to Cheyenne. Absolutely. And then um, at 130, we had number two, uh, ranked Lauren Mason of SFU, take out number one ranked Allison Pettix of King University, 10-0. So that was a pretty dominant win. You bet. And then um, uh, 155, number two, Olivia Fisk of SFU. Simon Frazier took out number one, Alexandria Glaude well, uh, from McKendry. In the finals. Yep. In the finals. That was a big match. That was a big win. They needed that to, you know, to, to try to keep close enough to take down McKendry. Um, that almost did it. Yeah. Um, it almost did it. If it wasn't for what happened at 191, and maybe we'll use this to segue into – what went down there in Kentucky. Sure. <laughs> um, number two ranked Sydney Kimber from McKendry University beat number one Emily Q from Simon Frazier 10-2 in the final match of the finals to make the score 19-19 and put it into criteria 20 minutes, 30 minutes later, came out that McKendry won. It was a wild duel. It was a wild finish. Uh, it was crazy during and after the duel, and uh, I want to kind of break this down. But I don't know, Ben. Any, what are your first thoughts on? Well, you know, just that duel. The whole duel. It's a, you know, back and forth, and certainly I picked McKendry to win, but I thought it would be a little bit more gap and a lot more breathing room. Wow, just to come down to that last match. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't Q just beat Kimber? She did. Yeah, yeah. she beat Kimber um, twelve four in the finals of the SFU open in November. So we're talking two months, you know, two months goes by and, and Kimber comes in and beats, beats Q and not just close. She beat her. I mean, that's, that match was a pretty uh, uh, significant win for, you know, she dominated that match. Yeah. I mean, Kimber, that was Kimber owned the mat. That yeah. match. Yeah, she did. Um, so that, know, I think it, just that alone, just coming in that pressure on her. I mean, that is like, just as, what a what a it's a team sport and that's what made it so special just to uh you know for the teams to be involved both teams um just the intensity of those matches um it's not you know it just takes it to another level uh, it was it was amazing and very confusing I, I i you know i i was very confused and i'm certainly not familiar with the criteria and uh uh on how those duels work out and uh you know not, yeah well yeah. we'll uh we'll hit that in a second let me just kind of break down try to set the, the scenario so you can feel the, you know, so our audience can feel the pressure and nerves that were going into that last match. I mean, you, you already pointed out that um, Emily Q had handily beaten Sydney Kimber just two months previous. Yeah. Pretty dominant win in the finals, 12-4. Um, so of course we got, you know, we got some inside information here because, you know, my daughter Joy wrestles for McKendry uh, and was on the team out there. And uh, she said the nerves were so high, uh, you know, especially after uh, Alex uh, Glaude lost at 155. Of course, to, yeah, to Fisk. 
who's you know Corey Bullock uh, did a really nice job and uh, you know won the 170 match, um, but looking at the 191 match, you know it, it's not looking like a great situation. Yep. You know, Kimber, great wrestler, but she's got to wrestle a girl that you know seemed to have her number two months ago. Right. So Joy said the nerves were incredible for Sydney and the team. And um, Sydney just went out there and just would not take no for an answer. She just went out there like a hammer, um, you know, fought for every position, <clears throat> countered, every, you know, every attack. And um, early on in the match, she got a push out to start. And I think, you know, Joy said she and her teammates were like, wait a second. Right. You know, when she was able to move uh, Q around, um, I think the sense was, okay, now we might be able to pull this off. And then, and then, you know, Kimber got a, I think it was a counter takedown to make it three zero. And then another takedown five or you got to six zero at one point. And I mean, they were going wild. If you haven't seen the track wrestling, um, 22nd, 10, 10, 22nd clip of McKendry's team and coach Sam kind of moving with, uh, Cindy Kimber, you know, who's yeah. on the mat and kind of moving with her. It, it, it's inspiring. It's funny. It's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, we actually uh, shared it on our social media sites too. If you look down a little bit, you'll see it. Um, that, that was exciting, inspiring and intense. And for, for Kimber to go out there and pull that off. Um, I mean, that was heroic. It was awesome. Absolutely. Um, now I'm watching the, the match, you know, from New York, knowing that I think it was, 1816, right? So right. if Kimber shuts her out, it's going to be a 1918. Right. They're going to win. They're going to come back. You, you know, the... just done. You wash your, wash your hands. It's over. Easy to, you know, no, no debate in the result. But if Q scores, that's going to, you know, because of the freestyle scoring, that's going to give SFU a team point. And Kimber would get the win and she'd get three team points for McKendry. And SFU would get one, which would make the score what? 1919. And that's what happened, 1919. Yep. That's where the thing got to a whole new level of crazy. Um, uh, so, of course, I'm doing media, right? Yep. And I'm looking on track wrestling. And track wrestling has, um, by all appearances, has <clears throat> SFU as the winner. Uh, the criteria looked that way and the notes they had on the result. Um and uh, Menlo had just won the NAIA. So I'm posting, <clears throat> uh, because I knew the result of that, I was posting the updates about Menlo winning the NAIA title. And then uh, I go back to Twitter and uh, everybody, you know, I'm seeing stuff posted and, and reshared about SFU getting it done. So I'm like, yep. ah, okay. Of course, yep. you know, uh, as a media guy, I'm unbiased in one way, but, you know, as a dad, I'm, I'm rooting for my daughter and her squad, of course. So, I'm like, all right, well, good duel. McKendry wasn't able to go back to back. So I had actually, because it looked like SFU was going to win the duel, I had already prepared an image declaring SFU as the winner. So we posted that on American Women's Wrestling. Yeah. We posted it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and it started getting shared and reshared and yay, SFU. And, you know, and so I don't know, after about 15 minutes, maybe less, 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought Joy might be dejected. So I texted her and I said, hey, good duel. Sorry, you guys lost. She, and she goes, dad, we won. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? And actually, 
if again, you can go to American Women's Wrestling and read an article titled "Wild Finish in Kentucky." Um, you can read the play-by-play what happened. But um, what happened was, uh, at first, the table officials did declare SFU the winner, from what I understand. Uh, Coach Sam basically said, yo, this is a national title we're talking about here. Can we get the head official over here to look at this? And what it came down to was the last item of – everything was, like, uh, like tied. Yeah. Went into criteria. They got to, down to the last item on the criteria, which was first team to score in the duel. So, um, wow. because because Grenados, Pauline Grenados, at one hundred one took a forfeit. Yes, the table officials said forfeits don't count, and so they used the score in the next match, which was SFU, and that and they declared SFU the winner. <clears throat> now, Coach Sam. You know, had the head official come over and the guy cracked open the the rule book and right there in the rule book, he showed everybody where it says that forfeits do count as first score in criteria. So the winner was reversed. McKendry wins. Wow. So back to back titles for McKendry. Now, meanwhile, the, the women's team, like they, they didn't have that like rush the mats screaming moment you know where hey we won a national title i mean they literally didn't know 20 minutes after the duel right they won what did anybody tell sfu they won well it was what happened was because different media sites including ours were posting about it gossip started getting around on the teams that sfu won because that's what we were all told that that's what the results said yeah so everybody all the media sites are posting about that and you know all the celebratory you know shares and reshares and you know at a girl posts are going out there and so even joy told me she goes i saw i saw the aww post and i thought i guess we lost but then coach sam came over what 25 30 minutes after the duel yeah gathered the girls and said okay here's the result we won oh my goodness and that was they were actually over watching the mckendry men in the finals um, cheering them on. And so then they had their moment and they screamed and, you know, they, they did all the celebration stuff, but um, man, it, it was wild. And, and of course, all the media sites, including, including me, were, were scrambling to take down these embarrassing images and posts <laughs> and, you know, shout outs to SFU for winning uh, because that's by all appearances, that's the information all of us had. Uh, so we had to do a quick presto changeo and, and put um, McKendry up as the winner. It's the it's the famous uh, Dewey defeats Truman banner, right? You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, yeah, the the uh, women's wrestling version of that. Yeah. So I yeah, feel man. Bad. I, you know, it makes me just feel bad for SFU. I mean, they fought hard, obviously. It's you know, it, you can see the uh, that that's a very curious. Uh, uh, you know, the fact is, is SFU didn't have a one on one. We talked about that last week, and um, yeah, right. That's five points. It's not just five points, but. It's also five points in a and in a first score, which uh, yeah. works in criteria as a close match. It, I just you know you feel bad for the girl, the the the, the ladies as they find out the information, right? You know, yeah. it's, and uh, and that that's always. But congrats to McKendry and hard fought day for uh, a tournament for all, both those teams, all the teams there. So yeah, it really, and you know, I mean, to your point, like 
I mean, we already talked about the, the six number one ranked women that went down. Yeah. And two of them were SFU over McKendry. Uh, and two of them happened in the finals. Right. Now, of course, McKendry upset their number one as well, which we, we wouldn't have won it without that. But, yeah. if, you know, if, you, if I told you going into the duel that SFU would upset two number one ranked McKendry wrestlers in the finals, would you think that SFU or McKendry is going to be the winner? Oh, I, I definitely would be. I would be quite surprised. If you had told me that it was going to be down to that last match, knowing the history that had just happened, I was like, right. oh, yeah, SFU, they, they, they got this. So, yeah, I mean, that says something about this, the depth of McKendry that, you know, they can have two of their number ones go down yeah. and still win the, the duel in the national finals. Yeah. My goodness. That's, uh, that, that's amazing that McKendry, in losing those matches, you know, Felicity Taylor losing at 116 to Carla Godinez-Gonzalez and uh, Alexandria Glade losing at 155 to Olivia Fisk. To be able to still come back and win that, bravo to McKendry, bravo to Sydney, bravo to that team for believing, for working so hard, and um, man, so inspiring, so proud. You know, people need to pay attention to what these women are doing. It's there's there's storylines happening that are inspiring, and I hope you know I hope a generation of young wrestlers is paying attention to, to what happened in Kentucky last weekend because it was really it was really incredible. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, just switch. Briefly to the NAIA side, shout out to um, Menlo. Absolutely. For coming from the three seed to win it all. Now, I guess we should mention at this point that you and I made some predictions, right? So, of course, you and I predicted McKendry to beat SFU. We did. Uh, so we got that right. Barely got that right. Um, we also made some predictions here that, you know, on paper, I guess, look gutsy. Uh, I, I think I we both predicted. Yeah, I mean, we both predict that Menlo would. Yeah, we both predicted Menlo, and I argue that on paper it didn't look gutsy. It looked like right. it looked like the right pick, and that's yeah. no offense to the other teams. It's just a, it's just to honor the Menlo program. I mean, they're uh, uh, you know the, the the champs. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, and they showed up. Yeah, I mean, um, Aleda Martinez, you know she she beat the sim. Which which was a a repeat match of the WCWA finals last year. Right. Um, you know, Tiana Jackson um got a got a big win over All American Charlotte Fowler at 123. I'm sure uh King was hoping to get that W. Uh Charlotte Fowler was third uh in the WCWA in 2018. Um so that was a big win for Tiana Jackson, a testament to her growth as a wrestler. Um, you know, Abby Nettie, uh, she, she got the win for Campbellsville at 130. She got a fall that was big for them. Um, but you know, Solon Piercy, national champion, Precious Bell, national, uh, senior level national champion, you know, they, they got it done. Yeah. Um, and by, by the way, Precious Bell beat uh, Kenya Sloan, who's all American, really, really tough and much improved wrestler. She, she put a, a lot of work in the offseason, even at the OTC, um, you know, Precious beat her 10-2. So that, that's the, that's the, the Menlo, you know, they, they are who we thought they were. Yeah. <laughs> Quote Denny Green, right? Denny Green, when he's co was he coaching the, the Cardinals or the Bears? I think, I think he was coaching the Vikings at that time. What? Oh. I think. Yeah, probably, I don't know. 
Hey, you know what? It's a good day when you know more about women's wrestling than uh, who's coaching the Vikings. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, again, the duel uh, came down to the uh, last match. And though uh, Campbellsville's uh, Alexandria Castillo won at 10-2, she needed the pin, didn't get it. Uh, Menlo wins. So, bravo to them. Absolutely. Uh, in, the N- in the NAIA, life uh, won the third place match over Cumberland's 24-18. Wayland Baptist got fifth. Um, shout out to uh, King University for placing third in the NCAA. They beat, uh, you know, the rising star program, Colorado Mesa, 30, 33-15. Uh, and that was the duel where Cheyenne Sissenstein upset the number one, Alex yep. Hedrick. Um, so, yeah, uh, I guess uh, – I guess that about does it. Anything else you want to say about the national duels? No, just great. Uh, just a fantastic uh, weekend of wrestling. And I, one of the things I love about r- the wrestling itself is just, it seems like every weekend there's something else going on and uh, it's so much fun, right? There is, there's something going on every weekend, whether it's high school, college, uh, senior level athletes, world athletes, you know, on the world level, it's, it's really a lot of fun. Yeah, and, you know, there's stories to tell. I mean, that's why we exist at AWW. We want to tell stories. Um, and there's stories happening everywhere every weekend. It's not just results. There's stories. There's there's people that are, you know, working through tough situations or putting on, you know, inspiring performances or pulling upsets or, you know, uh, rising stars making their mark and, you know, girls coming out of small towns and, performing on the national stage there's just so many things happening and so we just encourage you to keep paying attention to what we're doing at aww and you know there's some other sites uh you know transition wrestling is covering college wrestling and uh reaper wrestling is you know doing a nice job covering women's wrestling and um you know there's different sites you know that are that are telling those stories uh usaw you know does a lot and even flow you know gives some shout outs to some of the major stars yeah uh but you know just encourage encourage the uh, wrestling community to, you know, pay attention to what's going on and celebrate these, these women, these young women, and, and um, let's cheer them on as they pursue their dreams and their goals. So uh, I guess that's it for today, right? Anything else, Ben? No, I think we're good, man. All right. Well, thanks for listening to AWW radio. You can follow us at uh, AWW Newsfeed or at the Bleacher Brothers on Twitter. You can follow at AWW Newsfeed on Instagram or at Ben Levandusky at Derek Levandusky on Instagram or Twitter. Um, So, you know, appreciate your comments. Uh, If you have any uh, questions, you know, from friends type of thing that you want us to, you know, try to discuss different things on on the air, we'd be glad to do that. But for now, thanks for listening and have a great day. And we are out. Thanks for listening to AWW Radio.